Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Andrea Powell. Yes, good morning everybody, everyone in Australia, above the ground or below it, listening in today. Ed Cavalier is in the side. Morning, Tone. And welcome back to the show, it's yeah. Andrew Powell. <laughs> Actually come back That's for nice. more. I sure have, I couldn't get enough. Alright, now look, let's just get it out of the way now mm. and then we can all move on. Mm. Yep. Your Ethel chop. There's no point denying it. No, there is no point denying it. Although a lot of people don't know who I am. I once got an invitation to a ball, and yes. it, the, it was the envelope was addressed to Ethel Chop. My name wasn't even on it. <laughs> wow. So there you go. She's so more famous than I. Did she go along? You know. No, she didn't. She <laughs> stayed in the bag in her wardrobe where she belongs. Right. Well, <laughs> bag <laughs> in the wardrobe. Is that <laughs> wow. Where she lives? Yep. Uh, if you've ever heard a, a strangely cantankerous woman calling up a radio program, it's probably been Ethel, and we're hoping to get you to chop up before the end of the show, Andrea. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if she turns up or not. Now, um, I know we've been very obsessed with the uh, comedy festival in Melbourne yeah. for the last few weeks, mm-hmm. but it is on, uh-huh. and we've been getting some great guests out of it. And are you involved? Is, is Ethel? Well, I'm, no, I'm, uh, Ethel's doing a couple of spots here and there, but mm-hmm. she's, uh, I'm directing a show. Oh, a French show uh, right. called Family Ties this year, which is kind of cool because I don't, you know, don't have to perform. Ah, it's wonderful. Don't yeah. have relatives turning up. Oh, do they know. do that? Do they come along and give you notes? Oh, uh, uh, I've done a few shows in um, in Perth where my family are and it's always yeah. been a bit of a nightmare when they've turned up, you know. They really? say things like, uh, <laughs> how do you remember all those lines? <laughs> which, is, which is terrific. And, um, oh, I love that other fellow. What was his name? <laughs> yeah, it's always someone yeah, else. You know? Yeah, no? And my favourite was from Dad when he said to me, um, oh, you're up there for over an hour. <laughs> I felt like saying wow, sorry well. about that. <laughs> <laughs> a little longer than I anticipated. So, did you ever oh, perform Luke. for your family? Have you ever had friends? Oh, I've had my mother show up occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I did not say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not talk about the good scissors that often. <laughs> just constantly things like that. But she was just, you know, and then always, I should be getting a cut of the royalties from your show. Like there's some kind of royalties oh. performing to 60 people in a pub. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, oh but we're not speaking. So uh, that doesn't happen anymore. No. Well, I nearly didn't speak to Dad for a while either because he offered me, um, after he saw one of my shows, he offered me $2,000 to hire a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am. Um, Too great. I, yeah. I know. Wow. Yeah. So Did well, you take him up on it? I didn't and I should have. What an idiot. Because he gave my brother 2000 bucks for a guitar because he's a musician and I, I guess he thought he'd like to help me out. Right. Yeah. And my lack of, clearly, lack of talent. So. But what about, uh, Ed, your mum listens to the show, does she not? Yeah, she calls most days just to sort of, you know, why don't you mention the cats, you know? <laughs> That could be a segment. <laughs> well, you know, I probably shouldn't get started because I'm slightly obsessed with yeah. her, so I'd go on and on. What did you say she does? She works for the she's a secret yeah, agent she or something? The, yeah, she works in the immigration department. And she's had the most incredible jobs. Right. Yeah, which, of course, none of them I can mention. But, oh, okay. You know, right. yeah. but, oh. but she speaks fluent Thai. That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Mm. And does, is she the one who has to hold up the cue cards when people are doing the, you know, patriation <laughs> ceremonies? No, but those things are hilarious. I've, right. Yeah, I've been to a couple. They're wonderful. Yeah. You really do get a pie at the end of it and stuff. Right. Well, in honour of your mother, how many cats have you got? Yeah, that's not. It's just okay. Not, yeah. We're not, not going to get a segment out of that. We're not going to get a segment out of that. I notice, Andrea, you've brought along, as, as so many of our co-hosts do, you've brought along the new weekly. <laughs> I, ha- I have, Tony. And you know what? I haven't even read it yet because the front cover is doing it for me so much. Look, big wall. Oh, hot six, bodies. Six, six. The secrets of the biggest losers. Do they count as hot bodies now? 
Uh, well, I think Wall thinks it is. What were the secrets? Did you see that the other day? I saw the ad for it, and it had an enormous man who had been, you know, the part where they get photographed when they're fat. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And some one of the secrets was that when he'd been photographed, he'd stuffed some socks down the front of his pants. <laughs> 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 Given that it looked like there was an entire wardrobe down there already, I, I don't see how one pair of socks was going to improve his image. Yeah, distract you from uh, his gargantuan thighs. <laughs> there's, there's a, uh, a story. I mean, it's Charlie. Sheen. Obviously, that's a disturbing mm, class act. Oh, He's yeah. a classy bloke. But it's in the realm of, uh, you know, divorce papers. Oh, so, yeah, you, yeah. you know, who knows who said what, really. Yeah. But what I love is just this small detail. Um, on a holiday to Barbados in December, Denise Richards said she confronted Charlie about his gambling pornography um, <laughs> that she'd found on his computer. Emails he'd received from prostitutes. Now, we all know that Charlie Sheen likes a prostitute, Mm. but at what point do you get the stage where you're exchanging emails? (laughs) Well, maybe if money is owed, perhaps. (laughs) Okay, sending invoices out. Yeah. He's got an ABN number happening, (laughs) and he's running a minor corporation (laughs) from his pants. Wow. (laughs) That's what he's likely to do. Okay, I think uh, the program has found its level. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so let's crank it up and get going. You want to stick around, Andrea? I sure do. I don't want to be anywhere else. Coldplay with talk. Yes. Yeah. I was across that end. No, you weren't, Tony. You were playing with the age. I was playing with the newspapers because I just love looking for... Andrea Powell is our co-host. Oh, yes. Hello. And Hello. I love looking for letters in the uh, 50-50 mm. columns and the Your Say columns oh, around my. the country. Mm, they are fun. That may have been sent in by Ethel Chop. <laughs> and there's one today that says, When I was a boy, we had to pay to see the tattooed lady in the sideshow tent. Nowadays, we can see her everywhere for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Are they... Are they- I think they're impressed. I think they're happy. That's uh, from Howard Molson oh, of Dandenong. Was oh, Howard can't believe his luck. Ethel Chop. Was Howard Molson the bloke who had the shovel in ripping yarns? <laughs> <laughs> the coal shovel? Yes. So wow, it's rec- got to be close. So someone's chosen that for a name? That's good. Why not just go with angry? It's <laughs> always good. Angry yeah. Baldwin. Uh, have you been following the uh, mining uh, tragedy disaster rescue Hope, triumph story. Uh, Who? What? Andrea. What's happened? You haven't seen the news? I'm joking. How could you not? I mean, it's the news coverage. Is I was watching last night and they're just so desperately trying to pad it out. Has the drill begun to turn yet? <laughs> when it begins to turn, at what speed will it be turning? Mm. Last night they uh, were actually showing the hospital beds that they will be staying in once they get there. This is a corridor, <laughs> at least one similar to the one yeah. they may be pushed out. We believe they'll be lying on sheets similar to these. <laughs> And they're being crushed. They're being because they're in this cage, and there's rocks and Naomi Robson pushing them down. <laughs> Every time another photographer arrives on the scene. On more the uh, on the front page of uh, every paper nationally uh, yes. yesterday, there was a picture of the of the reenactment. You know, there's two guys yeah. sitting in a similar cage. Oh my god! And every paper just went with. Have a look at that. Every paper just went with the photo of that that image, just from a slightly different angle. It is bizarre. Courier Mail went from on top. Mm. You know, the, the I think the age went with a. A drawing. And mm. the, the talk that you get in the... Listen to this. This is in the Melbourne Age today. You've got TV executives saying it's going to be the hottest story of the year. Uh, what talking if, what about, if uh, Beck has another baby? What oh, then? well, then hey? miners uh, shift over, miners, buddy. Miners. Uh, yeah, and then they're talking... Listen to this kind of talk. These guys haven't even been rescued yet. Yeah. And you've got stuff in the paper like... Um, uh, Douglas Wood is a textbook example of how it can go wrong. His TV tale was a ratings disaster, given the 400 grand cost. But the Lindy Chamberlain-Stewart diver 
And uh, somebody else, Scott, who would that be? Oh, the, the bloke who survived on the Mars bar. Oh, yes. Remember yes, that yes, story? Yes, yes. All delivered good returns. Good. All okay. delivered good returns. Yeah, it's an investment. That's so sick. And there seems little doubt that the Webb Russell story would do the same. They're oh. already chopping up the profits. Hell yeah. The blokes haven't even come out yet. You've got the Premier of uh, Tasmania, Paul Lennon, saying it's a great story of courage and determination. Yep. When they get to the top and tell their story, it will become one of the great folklore stories, a great Aussie yarn. Mm. So they haven't even been rescued, and they're already being fitted out for a, a, a suit made of cliches. Yeah. A, a box filled with every crappy cliche who's from every TV that, movie. Who's that guy that sings, hey, true, blue? He'll be there. Yeah, he... I, I, What's going I would, on? I would wager I mean, anything. Every time you hear something about these guys, they sound interesting. They sound yeah. funny. They want a copy of the newspaper sent through because they're looking for new jobs. Yeah, that was funny. They want iPods because they want to listen to the Foo Fighters. Yeah. They're interesting guys. Mm. Up top, no, it's a story of triumph and mm. courage and, you know, Stuart Diver-style telly movies. Remember Greg McLaughlin playing Stuart Diver? Mm. How do you think Stuart Diver felt sitting there and it's at the snow... Yeah. It's at the snow, yeah. and out comes Stuart Diver, and he's got his shirt off. Yeah. It's Craig McLaughlin. Uh -huh. They found a way in the first scene uh -huh. to get his shirt off. Yeah. And then I thought it was weird when he broke out into Hey Mona. He got, <laughs> when they dragged him out. I thought that was a bit nice. But it was in slow motion. That's so true. It's just they haven't even been rescued yet, uh. and they're already in, uh, sinking in a sea of cliches. Yeah. Well, someone's going someone's gonna to top the lot. There's going to be one cliche. We should be looking out for the one cliche above them all, you know? Shaft of hope. <laughs> it's coming. I'm telling you, the shaft of hope is coming. <laughs> They're way more interesting than that. One of them's called Brant. I know. What's going on there? One of them's called what? Brant. Is B that someone... B-R-A-N. Mum Brant. wanted Brent and Dad wanted Grant, so we've <laughs> compromised. Brett. Could Brant. be Grant. <laughs> Brent or Brant? I, uh, my friend has a, a friend whose name is... Uh, a girl whose name is Craigette. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Craigette. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. it. pretty? That's outrageous. <laughs> oh, look. Did you... And what was um, Naomi Robson's... Have a listen to what Naomi Robson said on Today Tonight oh, last night. That brings me to a report in the Sydney Daily Telegraph's confidential column today that claimed, I have a luxury camper van on site just to do my makeup and hair that's the envy of all. Well... That's news to me. I don't have a camper van. There are three of us here and our home is a little four-wheel drive when we're on site and I do my own hair and makeup. Aha! Uh -huh. The story was simply made up. It turns out the Daily Telegraph reporter took the word of a nameless and faceless producer from a rival television network oh. and they call that journalism. Oh, they call that journalism. Oh. By the way, here's how you can lose a lot of weight in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to rate soft drinks for the next three days. <laughs> is what a four-wheel drive that she's staying in with her sound guy and cameraman. <laughs> well, she just said three Kids of us. She didn't specify who they were. Oh, exactly. But I'm glad she's gone on record about doing her own hair and yeah, makeup because yeah, yeah. I've heard that rumour for years. Because to me, the makeup looks a bit thick. I'm sorry on Naomi. Yeah. It looks a tad drag queenish. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And my wife has worked at uh, Channel 7. She's gone, apparently does her own makeup. Yeah. And now she's gone on record. There I'm just is. picturing, so Naomi's in like the back of a tiny vehicle. Huh? Peering into a little mirror with a sick lipstick. <laughs> and they rescued those miners yet! <laughs> Drawing on her own eyebrows two inches too high. 
<laughs> She's always surprised. Mm. Uh, look, have, have I ranted on? Have I, I feel no, like I've been... It. You were thumping the desk. I feel like I'm standing up on uh, Angry great. Anderson soapbox from the old yeah, uh, midday yeah, it show. Was awesome. You were thumping your pan and your neck was bulging. It was great. And you're, pa- you're a passionate man, Tony Martin. What have you got? I know I should be going to a song, oh. but you seem to be clutching an article with the word article. dolphins on it. Yeah, because... Can we do it after um, a middle part. Sp- Sorry? I was going to say do it after the song, have some suspense. It's very quick. It's very quick. A middle park father of three yesterday pleaded guilty to a charge of interfering with dolphins. How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Inappropriate behaviour on the back (laughs) of a jet ski? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. It was a very strange charge. Anyway, so he caught up. So wait a second. He caught up to them on a jet ski and then yeah. managed to jump off the jet ski and interfere. Interfered with them. I'm not quite sure that Action means. Hero. Offered them some sweets. <laughs> yeah, some sardines. There you go. I'm sure there's a, a blowhole aspect that's um, <laughs> not going to be mentioned in this no, time no, slot. at all. Because, frankly, that would be tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this program is not about. Yes, that'd be Blink 182, all the small things here yeah. at Get This on Triple M. Andrea Powell has just had to pop down and put some money in the meter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're murder around here. Hey, they are. I'll jump on you. They're on it. Hey, here's some good news, Ed. Yep. Uh, we've been talking for weeks about how we're going to do our movie show. Ah, oh, yes. We're going to get Lockie Human here. Oh, yeah. Finally tracked him down. He's <laughs> a reclusive man. He is. He's, you have to put a sort of bat signal up <laughs> to contact him. But, uh, he knows his movies. He's a good bloke. We met him on uh, the film Boytown. Yeah. Ed and myself both had tiny roles. Oh, yeah. Lockie had quite a big role. Yeah. And has done some excellent work. So we're going to get him in here. Oh, and we're just yes. going to do... Uh, it'll be like a footy show panel. Oh, yeah. But just talking nothing but movies yeah. for an hour. It's going to be next Thursday. Oh, good. On Get This. Good. Welcome to Nerdsville. <laughs> Population us. <laughs> <laughs> and the podcast. A lot of people saying, what is the deal with you guys' podcast? What's the dealio, Tone? What we're trying to do is, because a lot of people just put little three-minute and two-minute bits. <laughs> what? I wanted to put down a whole show. We yeah. see people saying, put down a whole show. Yeah. Like, heart, you know, with all the songs and ads cut out, it goes about 55 minutes, doesn't it, Bear? <laughs> the hour, once you cut the songs and ads out? Uh, yeah, it does. 55, 56 <laughs> minutes? Yes. That's what I'm told. Thanks for being diplomatic, Bear. <laughs> uh, so we've done that for a few weeks. Yeah. And, you know, it's, but we can only really do one a week because mm. Matty's, you know, got seven shows to service. He's <laughs> got to do it? all those. You never yeah. know what we're going to play next <laughs> promos. He's got his hands full. That monkey's not going to program himself. <laughs> so we've had, you know, people calling him, when are you going to put this up? When yeah, are you yeah, going to yeah. put up? So because everyone has been demanding it, we're going to move into a best of format. Ah, good. And I, as I understand it, the new podcast will be up there tomorrow. Good. So have we sorted that out? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sweet. Uh, have, we got, have we got someone on the phone? We got some. Hello, who's that on the phone? Hello. Oh, it's not Ethel Chop, is oh, it? Oh, is that you, Mr. Martin? Yes. Oh, heaven's sake. Look, I, I wouldn't normally listen to your vile heathen program, Mr. Martin, but ever since Soxy urinated on the wireless, it's been stuck on Triple M. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, well, I can't get any station, and as a result, I know all the words to Nickelback songs, which is about as useful to me as brain cancer. <laughs> anyway, look, I heard you've got... A haunted studio? Yes, I'm, af- I'm afraid we do. Have- oh, I can hear it is. What a coincidence, because uh, my 72 Ford Cortina with uh, with original brake pads, they'll be worth a bit one day. It's recently been making some unusual noises too. There's this odd knocking noise under the bonnet and an eerie rattling in the back and a spooky wheezing from underneath. I, I even thought there was a strange belching sound in the driver's seat, but then I realised that was just me. <laughs> the ghosts, you think? Uh, I don't know. 
But what's really spine-chilling, uh, Mr. Martin, is when I park and turn the ignition off, the engine keeps turning over like some demonic poltergeist. <laughs> I have to hit the car three times with my Zimmer frame while yelling, out, damn beast, before the girl sighs into submission. Look, I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe it's haunted by some hag-ridden de- devilment. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's a distinct possibility. Do you really? Is there anything we can do to help? I know, because I'm just looking at outside my window now and it's disappeared. <laughs> Must have heard me talking about it and driven itself off. Oh, God, it's gone to hell. Thanks very much. <laughs> oh, and as for Naomi Robson doing her own makeup and hair, well, so do I, you know. I would never have guessed. Really? <laughs> You'd think I'd hired a professional, actually, if you could see my photo. Anyway, good day. Get bent. <laughs> oh, thank you very Thanks, much. Ethel. <laughs> Thanks, Ethel. I think we got off there pretty lightly. Yeah. I've heard it go in much harder. I was expecting a real sir. Oh, you know? you'll cop it next time. Oh, good. <laughs> Get this. They are disgusting. I can't even find a word, but they give a lot of white people a bad name. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Everything is more expensive, but we have the answer. That's coming up next on Get This. Triple M. That's Bruce Springsteen. He's dancing in the dark. It's what? get this. It's Triple M. Andrea Powell is back. Mm. Oh, yes. I am. I was good moving the car. Didn't yeah. get a fine or anything. Ethel <laughs> 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 Chop called while you were away. Really? She was very antagonistic. What did she want? Oh, she was on about Naomi Robson doing mm. her own makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, let's let's take a bit of a climb. <laughs> Talkback Mountain is the segment. I know you, you're probably thinking, oh, I haven't been on for a few weeks. I would have thought they would have dropped that sound effect by now, but nah. I'm no. I'm glad way. you haven't. And uh, I can't wait. Uh, I think that goat is, you know, what, why is it crying? It's can't a, get to the phone on time? It's or? a goat in danger. Mm. It falls off a mountain and sets off an alarm clock. That was apparently... <laughs> yep. It's got sizzle. That, it's, that got sizzle. it's got sizzle. Mm. It's got sizzle. It's raunchy. Yeah. If you have the bacon sound effect, just see if you have a look in our computer and see if you can find some bacon sound effects for us there, uh, Bear, just while I crap on. Mm. Uh, we, of course, as you may know, uh, petrol prices very high. Through the oh. roof. Uh, interest right. rates going up through yep. the roof. Here's what I'm sick of seeing: people coming on the news from sort of, um, you know, credit card oh, yeah. advisory groups no, and that yeah. uh, minor politicians saying things like, "Oh, we don't think that uh, families are going to have too much trouble coping nah. with this. We don't think it's going to be too nah. much pressure. It's going to be all sure. right." right. Mm. What world are they living in? What sort of world? I mean, world not our world, Tony. Do you think John Howard has a mortgage? The answer is yes, I do. Yeah, he does feel like making love. Wow, and then he started, <laughs> and he managed to crank out into a guitar as well. Changed his voice. He's got no idea. Multi-talented. Got it all happening. But the <laughs> fact is, budgets are under pressure. Yeah. yeah. People are going to be, uh, you know, chopping out the good stuff. Yeah. They're going to be looking for recipes. They're mm-hmm. going to be looking for food ideas. Yep. Mm-hmm. And look mm-hmm. at Ed Cavalier just <laughs> drooling. <laughs> He's developing what I say. We have a Labrador dog that gets, whenever you just mention food, you just say the word sandwich, Ooh. and something called the glass fangs develop. <laughs> it's just the twin icicles of drool. I, That's Ed Cavalier yeah. whenever we mention food. So happy. On this show. So happy. Uh, and, and yesterday on the show, I was, I've had a lot of people say to me that we were a little bit dismissive of your um, suggestion for a delicious dessert. Yeah, it, it's uh, basically ice cream, Andrea, mm-hmm. uh, Neapolitan, no, yeah. no chunks in. Uh, um, Tim Tam is placed strategically around the bowl yeah. in the microwave. Delicious. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. What really? happens? Yeah. What happens yeah. when you put it in the microwave? Wouldn't it just all melt? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it kind of melts. Into what? Like a soup. A soup? <laughs> 
I used to do ice cream, and then you, while it's still really frozen yeah. cold, I would pour over um, that carnation milk or whatever oh, it is, yes. Conden- condensed oh, milk, yeah, condensed yeah, yeah, yeah. milk, oh, yeah. and let it freeze over the top, yeah. like I don't know, like, ice like magic. a bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was is, all white. That uh, was good. Isn't these economical, though? I mean, Tim nah. Tams. No, no, no. It's a bit of a luxury item these days. No, yeah. no, no. And, of course, the Obesity Summit. Have you oh, heard yeah. Well, hello, Queensland. I hear you've been hosting the Obesity Summit. Yeah, why brought, wasn't I told? Brought to you by <laughs> Hungry Jacks. <laughs> uh, but Tony Abbott's been up there, and mm-hmm. um, that would have cleared the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, people need to know that a Mars bar or a Magnum is one-eighth of our daily food needs. I don't think that's suggesting you should do, <laughs> do that. <laughs> Eat eight of them. But they said that. About a pie as well. If you have a pie for morning tea, that's yeah. one sixth of your daily uh, nutrition allowance. It's like, well, you'd but need a few more pies then, wouldn't you? So they're saying if you eat eight magnums a day, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to eat anything else. Sweet. That's, that's what's come out of the <laughs> obesity <laughs> summit. You know how there's an obesity summit? You know how I knew there's an obesity summit going on? No. Because I was watching the news with the sound down and I looked oh, yeah. up and there was the footage. There it was. Fat blokes walking up the street <laughs> from the neck down. <laughs> Get the cameraman out, shoot a lot of fat blokes, <laughs> neck down. Just some anonymous asses. Just, I know there are Great. large people out there watching the news one night. I think that's me. That's my ass wobbling up the street there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cruel the way they do that. It's nasty. Uh, you know, what are we looking for? Well, cheap. And like inexpensive, delicious filling recipes. Maybe they're a bit kind of uh, kind of you know, pegged together. I remember when I, I used to live uh, in Newtown in Sydney. Uh, one of my flatmates got trench mouth, which oh, yes. is a disease not seen since the Second World War. No. Where basically the soldiers didn't have enough variety in their diet, so they no. got these ulcers and their stomach started eating itself. Mm, there you go. And my friend ate so much cheap, like discounted pasta, right? That he got it. He got trench, trench mouth. mouth. <laughs> that okay. wouldn't smell too good either, would it? Well, I wasn't gonna, you know give him any of my delicious meals. We're not going to... You won't go to slip the tongue in. We don't want... <laughs> we don't want people to call in about trench mouth. No. no. That was yesterday's show. Yeah. <laughs> what we want is cheap, delicious suggestions. Yes. For, for poor people or, or families that are finding it difficult and they've had to, to, to pull in the purse strings. Often I'll just get two bits of toast, get some sardines, oh. put it on, bit of Worcestershire sauce, and that'll be dinner. <sighs> Because mm. that was, I think that was, we had that five nights out of seven when I was a kid, <laughs> living in Tikawiti in New Zealand. It was, it was, every night was sardines on toast night. And occasionally, How exciting. I'll just do that. That'll just be a whole meal. Yeah, my mum does that. She loves that. Settle you'll never, down. You'll never get arthritis if you get, eat sardines. No trench mouth. I just get the sardines on toast on the couch, wait for the World Poker Tour. <laughs> wait for Mike Sexton well, to tell us that all your parts are monsters. <laughs> that is my idea of entertainment. Yeah. Beautiful. Any uh, other suggestions we want well, to... Well, I've always found that coffee and cigarettes is rather filling. There you go. And, um, 20 people have just cheap, stopped dialing. <laughs> <laughs> They've done that and, one. Uh, Lit up. And mud, that's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for students, two-minute noodles, always tasting uh, cheap, I find Give it a bit more kick, boil them up in your bong water. Wow. <laughs> That's and a new one. Ed, has, uh, a lot of people were emailing us about Ed's approach to all you can eat. Yeah, well, don't, yeah, uh, don't eat, uh, Andrea, don't eat bread, don't drink fizzy drink, don't eat any pasta. Why? Because they're, they're non-delicious the, fillers. Non-delicious fillers. Oh, really? <laughs> Watch out for them non-delicious fillers, kids. Uh, give us a call with your serving suggestions. Yay! Something cheap that people can have to eat. In the new depression era, Australia. (laughs) (laughs) That'll cheer cheer everyone up. (laughs) One triple three five three. Give us a ring. Yep. Triple M.
Yeah, that's Nickelback saving me yeah. here at Triple M. Let's get this. Andrea Powell's Ooh, with us. Have you yeah. heard of Nickelback yet? Yeah. I have now, and I do feel saved. There you go. Mm. I tell you what, we've got the uh, the dog, the station dog is here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It gets set off by Brian Adams. Let's see if it has Nickelback has any effect. <laughs> oh. There we go. That's unnecessary. That's unnecessary <laughs> at any time of the day. feels much better now. <laughs> it does. Panting up. <laughs> uh, we're talking about food on this segment here. <laughs> Sorkback Mountain, the segment with sizzle. That's what it's got. It's got plenty of sizzle. There you go. Listen to Ooh, that sizzle. We need more That's sizzle awesome. on this shit. It's yeah, it like somebody having acid per boy. Hey, it could be two things. It can there be two go. things. Dr. Fibes. Uh, we're talking about cheap yeah. snacks to Good eat stuff. in the new post-interest rate rise, petrol being $17 a litre era. Yep. Uh, here's something not to eat. Magnets. Kiddies are swallowing magnets, apparently, from Why? toys. Don't let them eat the magnets. Why? And what happens? I didn't think of this. The more magnets you swallow, mm. they all join up in your stomach and create an obstruction. Do you become Magneto, though? Do you get powers? Well, I, with my record uh, iron levels yes. in the blood, yes. um, mm. I am Magneto. You are, oh, wow. This is what he looks like. Pizza menus fluttering to the ground every time wow. I walk past the fridge. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, These kitties would eat less, though, wouldn't they? If, uh, Their stomachs were full of magnets. <laughs> oh, so you're saying that's actually a suggestion for saving money? Well, it is. You know. Right. The magnet the diet. Not bad. Not I, bad. I think our listeners have got ideas with yeah. more sizzle. No. Yeah. Hey, Troy, what's up? Troy? How are you going, mate? What's your idea? Two-minute uh, noodle stir-fry. Yeah, absolutely, Oh, okay. That's got sizzle. All right. Uh, See? What do you sizzle. What do you chuck in? What are your other ingredients? Fry up a bit of bacon, a bit of egg, a bit of uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah. Boil yeah. the noodles and then whack them in the frying pan with the bacon and that. Mix it all up sounds and good. yum. Sounds yeah. good. Now, is this a dinner? Uh, dinner, lunch, breakfast. Oh, yeah, it's a multi. <laughs> wow, it's a tasty snack, I think. Oh, yeah, Troy. nice one, Troy. Mm. And, and you don't put bananas in there, though. Oh, can't, help me. That's healthy. You can't. They've gone up. <laughs> you can't. No one can afford bananas. There's fancy restaurants in the city where you go. There are seven waiters bring out a huge plate. It's just got a tiny <laughs> banana on it with a sprig of parsley. Hey, Troy, do you chuck the flavouring in? Like, do you chuck like the Oriental seasoning in as well? Definitely, an Oriental yeah. the best flavouring to throw in with I was, it. I thought so. How does Oriental and barbecue sauce go together? Well, with, when I go the Oriental sauce uh, flavouring, I usually throw a bit of oyster sauce. But nah, oh, it's all it's all good. Are, you are mm. a gourmet, my friend. It's getting uh, expensive though, <laughs> oyster sauce. Yeah, that's yeah. why you got to. That's why you got to. Downgrade to the barbecue sauce. Yeah, no, you just you decanter it when you're at Chinese restaurants. <laughs> decanter <laughs> it. <laughs> decanter it. <laughs> okay. Can I get this to go? <laughs> that's, well, that's a nice suggestion. Thanks, I hope Troy. you were writing that down. Jeff is with us. Hey, Jeff, where are you calling from? Uh, calling from the motorway at the moment. All right. Wait. What part um, of the country? I've got uh, hmm? on what side of the country? On the best side of the country. God's. God's country, mate, down the south side of Brisbane. Oh, oh Brisbane, smooth. yes. Yeah. And, of yeah. course, uh, bananas. Can anyone afford bananas down there? <laughs> what about water? No one in Queensland's allowed to drink water, isn't it? Like We're one on tank water, mate. We don't touch that chlorinated rubbish. Yeah. One glass a week. That's what I've been told. Oh, your teeth will <laughs> fall out. I've got a good one for you guys. Let's you hear it. Right here. Economical, fattening, and healthy. How's that? <laughs> wow. 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 Chop up, Ticking chop up every your box. fruit, big and chunky. Melt some Mars bars and then you dip your fruit into the Mars bar dip. Wow. Oh. Like fruit Mars bar fondue kind it's of deal. It's a fondue. <laughs> it's a beauty. Is it breakfast? What are we there talking? Oh, 24-7. Yeah, 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 exactly. There we go. Mm. Have you pulled over to the side of the road just to set a bit of that up? <laughs> Plug yes, into I the have. lighter. <laughs> 
<laughs> very nice. Well, that's what they're eating in Brisbane. Yeah, man. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, it's very healthy. I yeah, think Leonard is with us, and Leonard might be from Blacktown. Are you there? Yeah, mate. What's uh, what's the go in Blacktown? Cheap, economical food. I don't know about economical, but uh, cheap, cheap. Definitely my friend uh, has had the old uh, toothpaste sandwiches. <laughs> toothpaste? <laughs> wow. That's got sizzle. You know, when, you know, when you've run out of the old Vegemite and peanut butter, you know, right. rip the old Colgate out. The Colgate. Down pretty good. Oh, that's a breakfast food, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, the you gel, know? that would be the breakfast food. And then the normal toothpaste, the whitening toothpaste for dinner. You know, you want to have a bit of variety in your diet. And so you wouldn't have to brush your teeth before you go to bed. No. Have you tried it, Leonard? Have you tried it? No, no, I might, actually, I might. That is so good. He bragged about trying it and uh, he did that in front of us one day and he looked pretty satisfied, actually. (laughs) A tartar control meal. (laughs) What a fantastic idea. Can we go better? Can we go better? Thanks, Leonard. That was wonderful. Hey, Phil. Yep. Phil, Phil, what's going on? Where are you speaking to us from? Uh, I'm hiding at the back at work. Where's that? I'm hiding at the back at work. Yeah, but what part of the country? Uh, in Ringwood. I'm Ringwood! Oh, <laughs> Ringwood gets a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I must remember it. to say that when <laughs> the segment isn't working. Uh, what's the go in Ringwood, Phil? The go is, you know, the, the 40 cent hash browns that you get from the deli. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put do those in the, the pop-up toaster. You can lay the toaster down if you're worried about dripping the oil in the bottom of the toaster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's toaster on And you put a side. bit of the lemon pepper tuna on top. Oh, yeah. With oh, uh, a bit of grated cheese, and you've got yourself a, a meal for between 2 or $3. And what do you call that? Ringwood surprise? <laughs> Uh, no, see, I'll put the tuna on so I can have a, uh, a really good think about what I've done after I've eaten it. That's very nice. Wow. And what setting do you have to have the toaster on? Any suggestions? Because people need that information. Oh, yeah, put it on uh, Put it on medium, and you've got to push them down four or five times to get them just right. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, Phil, how did you learn to like to, to join your love of hash browns, tuna, and cheese? Like what? They, they cut my gas off. Ah, there it is. <laughs> they cut your gas off. Yeah, so the, only way I, the only way I could cook, them, cook anything was in the, in the toaster, so I learned how to cook everything in the toaster. What else can you cook in a toaster? Uh, I can do chops. <laughs> chops? How many, how many times do you have to put a chop in there? Seven, uh, look, eight? You've, you've got to stand there for about half an hour, but you end up with a result. <laughs> a result? Yeah. The results orientated, Phil, I like that. Fantastic. Uh, and why do they cut your gas off? Economic reasons or just something you said? Oh, the recession, mate, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we keep, there's a lot of people on the press saying, you know, oh, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, people can handle uh, interest rate rise. A, a heater either, so I could stand in front of the toaster and warm your hands Gee, up. Gee, the toaster is the key to everything. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Pete, you could also do that with the oven if you've got an electric oven. No, I had a gas oven. Oh, yeah, well, that wouldn't right. have worked, would it? Yeah. Forget yeah. it. He's worked out. He can do anything. He's driving his toaster to work. That's what he'll be doing. <laughs> Those were great suggestions. Yeah, that was great. Thanks, Phil. Uh, thanks yeah, to everyone who contributed. Would Ethel chop, uh, you know, which, what would Ethel's idea of a cheap meal be, Andrew? Oh, uh, well, you know, meat's expensive. Um, why not make a tasty stew out of roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's got sizzle. Get this. Doesn't turn me on, but now and then I don't mind hearing it. For Census 1234 on Triple M. Oh, look, that would be... Find Young Cannibals, which she drives me crazy. Just still trying to clean up the mess in here. Yeah, that's cool. We've got to get through the backlog of old newspaper articles. I've got something here about the 
Millennium Bug. I've got to really, oh, really? clean out the files. <laughs> uh, it's Get This here at Triple M, and Andrea Powell has sat in for the whole hour. Nothing yeah. to actually plug, have you? Or are you? No, not really, no. Right. What's well, the show you've been directing? Um, People might want to see that if they're in Melbourne. It's very nice. It's uh, Nellie Thomas in Family Ties, which She's is at the Portland Hotel, which used to be the old Santa Fe Strip Club. Oh, you go. Yeah, mm. uh, touch of class. She's very good, Nellie Thomas. She's very good. She's next Raw, uh, you know, winner and so on. Has, uh, what, have, what have you got for... Uh well, I found this extraordinary. Oh. Apparently, Australia is um, the highest ecstasy-using nation in the oh, world. Right. Wow, finally. <laughs> Going for gold, green, green and gold yeah. glory. Finally saw off the challenge of the Netherlands. And, um, <laughs> it, uh, no, we're, we're way above the Netherlands. Oh. I can't believe right. it. We're 4.2, they're only 1.5. Percentage? Like yeah, that's a percentage uh, of, of population. Uh, right. Um, second is the Czech Republic. Yeah, that'd be right. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you kind of believe that's pretty depressing. Right? But, of course, when the people are on the ecstasy, that you don't need, it's not hard to subdue them. You know, it's like we no. worked out this week that apparently if you're on the ice, uh, eight men, three cans of capsicum spray. <laughs> yeah. What would you need with someone on uh, ecstasy? Um, just a bit of a warm hug, or a tap on the shoulder. And an eider down. A pair of big <laughs> pants. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Be shiny well, pants. And, and listen to this. Seventy. This is what they say. Seventy percent of people arrested in Australia have used illegal drugs in the thirty days before they were arrested. Oh, what does hey. that mean? Right. Well, if you take uh, radio announcers out of the equation, <laughs> what does the statistic drop to? Um, zero point zero one. What about that Barry Humphreys punching out a photographer? Give yeah, him a round. Yeah, on him. Why did he do that? Uh, the photographer was uh, chasing him around and uh, Barry's 72 and he oh, can he, still... The Baz man gets pretty cranky. He can land a punch. But um, entertainment industry bottom feeder Peter Ford <laughs> said the incident highlighted the extreme tactics of the Sydney paparazzi. The unfortunate thing is that a shot of Barry Humphreys having lunch is worth 150 bucks. That's the going rate. 150 Of a celebrity of Barry's stature. It's oh, a bit sad. 150 bucks. But if there is a shot of him lunging at a photographer, it is worth several thousand. <laughs> so obviously the guy was trying to get him to punch yeah. him. Yeah. Because see. that's like a couple of grand. That's mm. lunch and also money. Also, if he was dressed as Les Patterson or, or Dame Edna, it would be worth a lot more, surely. it goes up high. Well, that's, I went on to CNN's website, and the headline there is... Dame Edna punches out reporter. <laughs> Quite different. Oh, it must be time to go. What was? Uh, what did we learn today about Naomi Robson? I do my own hair and makeup. Yeah, oh. Confirmed everyone's suspicions. And so does Ethel Chop. <laughs> there we are. Ethel Chop. That was. She should be hosting today tonight. How good yeah, would that be? Exactly. That'd be great. She should be down in Beaconsfield, standing in front of some equipment. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't bother doing that. <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> I'll see them when they're out. Okay. Uh, thanks to everyone who took part. Yeah. Thank you very much, Andrea. Thank you, Tony and Ed. It was Thank great. you all yeah. the uh, master chefs. Oh, brilliant! Who called brilliant, us in? Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and hey, I think the the key phrase today was chopping a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Anthony Morgan. Come on. How's that? That'll be interesting. All thanks to Census 1234.